prepare for a whole new sporting experience. This is Sports Planet. In football, strikers are regarded as unique individuals. For over 100 years, their ability and prowess in front of goal has affected the lives and fortunes of football fans across the world, both positively and negatively. Strikers are worshipped and deified, and that is why more strikers have won the FIFA World Player of the Year than either goalkeepers, defenders or midfielders. England has always had its love affair with strikers, the likes of Jimmy Greaves, Alan Shearer, Gary Lineker, Michael Owen and Wayne Rooney all have their places in the English Football Hall of Fame. And one man desperate to join them is Harry Kane. The Tottenham Hotspur strikers has made him one of the biggest names in English football and a starter for the England national team. Yet Kane is not content. He wants to become the first England striker to lead the country to international glory since 1966. Welcome to Sports Planet, your premium news and magazine sports show. Today on the show, we'll be hearing from the Tottenham Hotspurs and England hitman Harry Kane. My name is Tunde Koiki. Let's take a quick break and we'll return with the rest of the show. In the 1999-2000 English Premier League season, Sunderland striker Kevin Phillips won the Golden Boot Award for top scorer with 30 goals. Subsequently, for 16 straight years, no Englishman won the award. Instead, it went to the likes of Thierry Henry, Didier Drogba, Cristiano Ronaldo, Robin Van Persie and Luis Suarez. But the coming of Harry Kane changed the narrative. Kane has now won the award twice in succession and is already off the mark for a third win. The Tottenham Hotspur striker recently spoke about his love for the club, his goals and how fatherhood has changed him. This is Sports Planet. Last season, obviously, you finished on absolute fire to become top goal scorer. Was there a conversation that happened amongst the team towards the end of the campaign where people said, look, Harry can be top scorer here? in the Premier League, let's help him out as much as we can. I think it was more, more me. Just oh, did you, you went in there and said it? <laughs> just telling everyone to, to pass me the ball. But uh, no, look, obviously once um, the season was kind of finished for us where we couldn't catch Chelsea anymore, uh, we still had a couple of things to play for, obviously me trying to get the golden boot and Hugo trying to get that golden glove. So uh, look, we're, we're all a good bunch of lads, we all get on very well. So I didn't have to really say much, they all wanted to, to get that that trophy for me so um, then last couple of games we wanted to win the manager made it clear he wanted to win uh, finish with two wins and uh, finish second and um, yeah obviously the way it, the way it planned out for me to score uh, seven goals in the last two games was, was something I, I didn't even think about but uh, yeah the team definitely helped me out like I said I give big thanks to them and, and um, do you set yourself a target for the season like going into this year do you think right I want to get 30 goals, for example? Uh, not really. I set myself kind of targets maybe month by month and week by week. I, I try not to set too long-term term goals because anything can happen in a season. You can get injured, you can 
uh, your form might dip a bit and, and stuff so I try and just do it month by month uh, obviously like I say last season uh, I had a couple of injuries so I had to kind of work with that as well and, and get back mentally mentally f uh, for that so um, yeah uh, I just set myself little targets I can try and achieve and then as the season goes on just, just keep adding to them. There's two ways of looking at Tottenham's transfer window so far this summer a, they haven't done anything which shows a lack of ambition, or B, they're happy with what they've got. From a player's point of view, and you look around and you've got the same group of players that took you to second last season, are you satisfied with this squad that they're good enough to compete for the title? Yeah, I definitely think the squad's good enough. You can see not many people have changed since last year and, and we took it right right to the end. But look, the manager will to make his decisions. There's still uh, a long long time left in the transfer window, so uh, there's no need to panic or, or rush anything. I think uh, it's clear you'd rather have uh, no players than a, than a player that ain't really right for your for your team. So uh, I'm sure if the Kaffer wants to get the person he wants to get in, he'll take his time and, and make sure he gets who he wants. So. Um, yeah, from our, our point of view, we're just here to work hard. The team we've got is a special team that we've been playing with each other now for, for a few years. So uh, it's important that we continue that chemistry. And, and whoever does come in comes into our philosophy and the way, the way we play. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. There's still a long way to go. But as players, we just focus on, on what's on the pitch. The chance of winners obviously just exploded this summer with the money being thrown around. And obviously a lot of big teams looking for a striker, Lukaku, making the move, Morata now to Chelsea. It's interesting that Mbappe, as well. You take a look at the strikers' names that have been mentioned, I don't think I've seen any rumours with regards to, to your future. Is that testament to your loyalty to Spurs? People know that, that you're dedicated to the club and, and to Pochettino? Yeah, I think so. I think uh, there's not been, yeah, that's exactly why there's not been no rumours because everyone knows I'm a Spurs player and that's where I want to be for, for the foreseeable future. So. Um, look, I have a great relationship with the manager, uh, I have a great, great relationship with the fans, the club here, um, so there's no reason to change that, we're, we're a team going in the right direction and uh, again this year I expect us to be up there fighting, fighting for that title again and hopefully, like I said, we can turn some, some, of, the, some of our ambition in, into wins. You take a look at that, Carl Walker obviously made that big move to Manchester City doubles his wages overnight. From, from your point of view, is that something you look at that you consider, that you even think about? No, not at all. I think um, football for me ain't about money and I don't think uh, it's for a lot of players. So uh, it is what it is. People go to different clubs for, for different reasons. Uh, I'm very much at Tottenham because I love this club and uh, I see it going in, in a great direction and I feel like we're one of the best teams in England and, and in Europe as well. So uh, I'm excited uh, for the future ahead. Of course, the future ahead lies away from White Hart Lane, obviously the first full season at Wembley. We got a glimpse of what it's going to be like in the Champions League last year. Spurs weren't quite the Spurs that we were used to at the lane. From your personal perspective, how different is it being a striker at Wembley than it is at White Hart Lane? I don't think it's much different, to be honest. I think, um, obviously, a lot's been said about Wembley and and stuff like that but yeah from my point of view there's, there's not much difference at all so um, look we've got to make it our home this year uh, we're going to play every home game there so um, look we've just got to try and try and do our best you know uh, last year it didn't go right for us but when you look at the teams we played there and every game seemed to be a pretty pretty tough game at Wembley so uh, it didn't just go away so uh, this year we're going to be playing all, all different types of teams the good teams the, the middle table teams the relegation teams and um, that's where we've got to get our wins and we, we finished fantastic at home last season at White Lane uh, so we've got to take that form into, into this year 
don't take this the wrong way, but you don't seem like a, your stereotypical kind of idiot footballer. And what I mean by that is that we don't see you drunk on the streets, we don't see you with a whole different line of women or anything like this, which I think is changing actually in the game. Is that just the way in which you've been brought up? Is that something that you find very important uh, as, as a role model, not only, of course, to your now child, but to the young Spurs fans? No, definitely. Um, I've been, my family's, I've got a very strong family and they brought me up very well and we're all still very close. I've close family, close friends, and I kind of, yeah, don't let too many kind of outside influences in. So, um, yeah, I, I see myself as a role model to, to people growing up. I, I looked at people like David Beckham growing up and he was a, a great role model of mine and the way he conducted himself on and off the pitch so uh, yeah I try and do the same I know there's millions of people out there kind of watching every move I do and, and everything uh, outside of football as well as inside so uh, yeah I try and just be who I am I'm uh, a respectful respectful man and uh, yeah I'll, I'll give anyone kind of uh, their time of day That was Tottenham Hotspurs and England international striker Harry Kane Sports Planet will be right back Stay tuned. Uh, this is Masai Ujiri of the Toronto Raptors. Make sure you all keep listening to Sports Planet. And that is all we have for you on today's episode of Sports Planet. You can send me all your sports views, questions and comments on Twitter or just follow me at Babatunde Koiki. And for more sports stories from all across the world, visit www.completesportsnanger.com and while you're there, you can click on the radio button on the website to listen to this episode or previous episodes of the show from our podcast archives. Before we go, let's tell you that Hamburg winger Nikolai Müller will miss the next seven months after he ruptured a knee ligament while celebrating a goal. Müller scored what proved to be the only goal in Hamburg's win over Augsburg in a Bundesliga match on Saturday after just eight minutes but landed awkwardly during his celebrations. Uh, how terribly sad. On behalf of our production crew here in our studios, my name is Tunde Kweki, wishing you all a pleasant evening. And guaranteeing you that the planet is listening.